This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Alright guys, episode 87, it's a big one, the Sidney Crosby episode, uh, we got Ked here, Hal is joining us, also Papa, we get, we're going three way on this one, uh, how's it going fellas? It's going good, I, I'm, I'm super pumped just to, to meet Hal, this is like a dream come true, it's been a long time coming I think. Yeah, you can actually put put a uh, face to the voice now, um, people have been wanting to know what he's looked like for years and we just, you know. It's kind of like a PFT commenter situation we got going on. Uh, we didn't do a podcast last week, so we have tons of shit to talk about. A lot of NHL news stuff. We have Twitter questions, Instagram. Uh, yeah, and all that. So let's just hop right into it. NHL in the news. Play the music. Alright guys, first off, first things first, Carter Hunt's got 15 wins. He's 5 away from the 20 mark. We've been doing this countdown ever since Hal and myself have uh, put the bet in. However, the other goalie just played the other night and got a win. I'm kind of worried that they're just going to keep riding hot goalies, and if the other guy keeps winning, then I may be fucked. Papa, question for you. He needs to get to 20 wins. Does Carter Hutton get to 20 wins this year? He's 15-6. and six. I honestly think he might get 20 on the dot. Okay, it, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that close. Yeah. I, I think Buffalo. I don't know, man. It, they're one of those teams that, like, I can see them just absolutely falling apart, mm-hmm. or I can see them making a decent run. Like, I don't even know where they're gonna fall. I hope they. I hope they suck. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we 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 have a uh, question, Twitter question, a little bit later about that. But Hal, do you feel good about it or no? No, I mean, I'm right. I'm right where we were like last time we spoke. 15 wins. I, I mean, anything's possible. It's the Sabres. He could go down injured, like you said. All marks the hot hand right now. Uh, so I, I'm not dead. Uh, it's not looking great though. Papa, just to throw this out there, because this is kind of a debate we had way back in the season. So if you're a Buffalo Sabres fan, uh, and you guys have a good off season, you trade for all these different guys. Uh, Eichel's coming back stronger, and this and that, and then. You sign Carter Hutton as your goalie. Hell yeah. Are you pumped? Are you pumped about that, or what are your thoughts? No, obviously that's a cause for concern. I wouldn't be pumped at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that the Buffalo Sabres' bread and butter was going to be Eichel and their offense, and their you know they finally got a little bit of depth, and then they got you know Darling to shore up some you know problems they had on D. I, I just don't think, as a Buffalo Sabres fan, you could be pumped about their goal situation. Okay, well, I don't. I let's kind of rephrase that question because it wasn't if you're going to be pumped. I think it was, would you be more pumped this year than you would be in years past? No, because dude, here's the thing. At the end of the day, and I said this to you at the beginning of the season, I said Robin Leonard's the better goalie, and look. What oh he's oh my god! Um, yeah, he's dude, because he's having a good year on the island. In what world does? Saying, you know what, this team, we have all these young players, we got the first overall pick. You know what would really spark us is if we got the St. Louis Blues backup goalie. I have to 
have to agree. I mean, th- there's no way that a Buffalo Saber fan can honestly think that Hutton is the goalie for the future. Like, everyone knows that this year was a, a building year. I mean, they should be happy with the success that they've got, but you can't go into your future with Carter Hutton as your starter. Yeah, potential 20, 20 win goalie. I guess that's not good anymore. Um, all right, we're, we're going to move on because I just don't agree with anything you guys are saying. Uh,. Brian Boyle and Cody McLeod are heading to Smashville. I think Boyle got a second-round pick. Cody McLeod got a seventh-round pick. Genius move by Jeff Gorin to pick him up off of waivers and turn that into a seventh-round pick. You guys may not think that that's a big deal, but hello, Henrik Lundqvist and Pavel Datsuk, late-round picks. Feeling something there. Maybe we hit the lottery again. Uh, so Nashville, because of Austin Watson with the drinking and like all of his off-the-ice type shit, he's out for a bit. I think they wanted to add a little bit more grit with Cody McLeod, and I love Brian Boyle going to Nashville. Um, I can finally cheer for him again now that he's not a New Jersey Devil. Fuck prick. And uh, he, he's back. He's in Smashville. I'm sure his wife's going to look great with Daisy Dukes on. Uh, what do you guys have on this? Boyle, McLeod to Nashville. Give me your thoughts. Uh, I will first, I just want to preface this with saying everyone knows – that my favorite trade deadline trade of all time is Cody McC- or Paul Gostad getting a first-round pick to go to the Nashville Predators. Yeah. So trading for Boyle with a second-round pick is right in their wheelhouse. Get a little older, get a little slower, but get that grittiness. I think Boyle's a great guy to get on a run. Yeah, uh, I think Boyle's a little bit better than Gostad. Yeah, and they gave up less, I guess. So yeah. I guess that's a win. My, my thing on this, and I don't know if I'm just a, an oblivious East Coast fan, um... I feel like the Predators are kind of being slept on for the first time in like three years. I feel like it was, Smashville was like in my face for years, and it was like, this is their year, they're going to come back. And for the first time, all people talk about over there is Winnipeg. So I kind of like it, sneaky move. Well, I, the one, I like Boyle. I love him as a center. He's the depth center. Uh, he can kill penalties. He'll do a lot of good things in the playoffs. Hell yeah. Uh, I took the Sharks to win a Stanley Cup, and once I saw that Nashville went after McLeod, I knew – you know what, that's another team just to cross off the list that won't win a Stanley Cup. <laughs> if you think, wow, the difference between you and the Cup, then you're 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 so far away from it, it's not even funny. So uh, I'm pumped because now my Sharks don't have to deal with the Nashville Predators anymore. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I, I like Boyle going there. And there's there's other talks about them uh, circling Panera and shit like that. But speaking of Panera... Ken, really quick, are, are you a... Uh... Are you a McLeod fan? Like, I don't really understand what your thoughts on him were during that whole. Oh, uh, he was he was he was dog shit, dude, for sure. But the one thing I do like about Cody McLeod is at the beginning of the year they asked all the Rangers if you had a different job other than a hockey player, what would you be? And a lot of people were like, "Oh, I'd be a cop, I'd be a different kind of athlete." Cody McLeod's answer was a truck driver. So you can't hate on a guy who's fucking salt of the earth, blue collar city. Uh, moving on. Uh, Artemi Panarin fires his agent. Now he has Sergei Bobrovsky's agent. Uh, and Larry Brooks just came out and reported that Florida's interested in Bobrovsky and to watch if that were to happen, that Columbus would target Jonathan Quick. Uh, I've seen also Panarin linked to Boston. I mean, there, there's a lot to take in here. I think if you're Columbus and you don't trade Panarin, you're a fucking idiot. Because the only way that you don't do that is if you think you're a legitimate Stanley Cup contender, and they're not. Yeah, I, I mean, I I guess I agree with you on that. I want to address as a Boston Bruins fan, if the Boston Bruins like give up like three prospects, like two first-round picks for Panarin, and then we probably get bounced in the second round by the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then Panarin goes to New York City, I would literally off myself. That would be the worst-case scenario. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I don't understand but. Wawrowski either going to Florida, like are they going to be paying him and Wongo like what, like fourteen million dollars to be their two goalies? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm like are the Florida Panthers for real? No, that, that's why I'm I'm so confused on this. Like I, I feel like this is like a joke. Like we're talking about the Florida Panthers maybe getting Bobrovsky, like and then even like talks of Panarin. I, I don't even know what to say. Like I don't even know what Florida's trying to do. It's weird, uh, right? Because they just traded Bukestad, and then uh, then it just came out today that Jonathan Huberto was on the block. So why the fuck are you trying to pick up Sergey Bobrovsky? And like I know nothing about the Florida Panthers and like what like what their status is. If they're trying to rebuild or they're just going with the flow, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's almost going to hurt though uh, Columbus's chances of getting 
uh, any anyone decent with Panarin is that like whoever he goes to, like needs to know that he's gonna sign with them long term. Yeah, like Boston's crazy to give anything like big for him, especially if he's gonna sign. You know, either down in I know he liked the Florida teams and he liked the you know Rangers. Let's not get it twisted. He's going to New York. Come the summer, or Tammy Panarin is gonna be a New York Ranger. But the thing is, is like. Hal, this is a question for you. Let's say you have those three picks and you win a cup. It's worth it, right? Yeah, 100% it's worth it. We traded I mean, and, uh, Luke uh, Wheeler for Rich Peverly until this day. Until the day I die, I'll say that trade was 100% worth it. Like At the end of the day, if you win a cup, it's all gravy, but I, I don't think the Bruins are going to win a cup this year. Um, still going to root for them. But I just don't see that happening, and I don't... I mean, maybe, maybe what you guys are talking about, maybe somehow... Columbus kind of gets pinched. Like they start struggling as the trade deadline approaches. They know they're not going to re-sign Panarin, and all the teams are saying you're asking for too much. So all of a sudden, does like the price go down, or do you think they just hold strong? Well, that's a great point, dude. Because I honestly think like no matter where Panarin goes, he's going to the Rangers. Like he's going to test free agency. He's going to wind up in a blue sweater. So I think that in itself is going to bring down that asking price, right? Like you're not going to give up fucking everything for a guy that you know for sure isn't going to re-sign with you. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say that, like, like, what is Columbus's goal in the whole in this whole thing? They're, like, they're kind of fucked, right? Like, hopefully, get a first round pick. Like, yeah, absolutely. For a like, guy who you, scores forty fucking goals a year, you're losing your starting goaltender and the best player on your team. Yeah, like, for maybe for maybe a first, maybe maybe two first round picks, and like and every playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and the playoff spot, especially when Paul Gossett got a first round pick a couple years ago. I don't know. Do you think Columbus is the least attractive place to play in the NHL? Like, at least Winnipeg's in Canada. Like The only I, reason I would ever want to play in Columbus is I think they have the sickest goal horn. <laughs> but, like, other than that, there's no other reason why I'd want to go there. Maybe, maybe they get some Islanders luck, and then Panarin leaves, and all of a sudden they're leading the, you know, the division. But, I mean, they have to trade him. They can't keep him. They have to trade him. But, yeah, I mean, they have to trade him, but, like... Who's no one should give a huge package for Panarin, Fuck knowing no. that you're better off just trying to sign him in the off season. Well, there's no there's no chance because we already know where he's fucking going. Then I wouldn't give anything for him, I, I unless know. unless you thought you had a shot of winning the cup, which is why I think the Boston Bruins make sense. Because I, how you watch the bees a lot more than I do, but you're telling me if you could fucking have a second line of like DeBrusque, Krejci, and and Panarin. Following Bergeron, Marshan, and Pasternak like that—I mean, that's pretty fucking good, man. And then your third line with like Dave Backus—I don't know who else you have. You guys have some bangers on your squad that would help out there. Like those are those are some pretty good lines. They're deep. Yeah, no, I mean, I I agree. Right now, I'm just a little down on the Bruins, and really, at the end of the day, and I think if you're a fan of the Eastern Conference, they choke all the time. But like this Tampa Bay Lightning team is one of like the best teams I have seen in quite yeah. some time. Uh, and I just we're gonna have to play him probably by the second round. Like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I get that. All right, Austin Matthews. Here's a little Toronto Maple Leafs news. Austin Matthews, five years, fifty-eight million dollars with a full no move clause. I mean, he didn't really need that. They're never gonna fucking trade him anyway. Um, they traded for Jake Muzzin. Gave up a little bit to get Jake Muzzin. There's a whole lot of Mitch Marner shit coming on where. Bob McKenzie, the only one I trust, says that everybody in Mitch Marner's camp think, thinks that he is worth every bit as much as Austin Matthews, which I good for you. Um, what do you have on Toronto? We we always go back to the five-year plan, right? It, are they? I think they're getting a little bit too overzealous on some shit right now. What do you mean? They're just doing a lot. Like, I feel like they're not fucking staying that true course where it's like, okay, you have a good shot this year. Like, I would have kind of taken, like, a little bit more of, like, a, you know, I don't know. They also said, like, when uh, the entire plan changed when they signed Tavares. Like, they were originally going to lock up Matthews for, like, years and years and years. But when they signed Tavares, it changed it from a eight-year window to, like, a six-year window or something like that. I don't know. Is Jake Muzzin really the guy that you want? He's pretty good, but, like, is he... To me, he's probably a top four defenseman, but they're using him as a top two defenseman. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think one, what was hilarious to me, a big takeaway, Austin Matthews, like 
the amount of Toronto Maple Leafs fans that are saying they paid him too much money, it's like, do you know what the NHL is today? Yeah. Young players coming off entry-level deals get paid heavily, and he's one of like the top five young players in the game. Like, Of course he's going to get a ridiculous contract. Yeah, I, I do think it's funny, too. That they said that their plan changed when they signed John Tavares. Like, can you imagine if Matthews ends up walking to Arizona? I know that's a pipe dream for a lot of people and probably the NHL, but I feel like it's setting up that way. Mm-hmm. Like, all these other young players are signing eight, nine, ten-year deals. Now you have Matthews. Maybe he wins a cup. Maybe he doesn't. Does Toronto weigh on him? Uh, other thing, too, Mitch Marner's dad's definitely in the emergency bunker right now getting ready for this. you got to think that guy's <laughs> calling the agent every day being like, where's that money? They said... I saw somewhere that it said Mitch Marner doesn't talk about contract negotiations during the season. That probably is just code for his dad's handling it all. He doesn't know what's going on. I would love to meet Mr. Marner. Papa, what do you have on it? Uh, the, the whole thing I have with the Toronto, obviously Matthews was going to get paid. Like he, he deserves it. He's one of the top five players in the league for sure. My problem with Marner is that when it comes to the playoff time, these smaller players that rely so heavily on their finesse skating and their ability to escape out of the corners and stuff like that with the puck, the refs kind of let all the clutching and grabbing come back into the game a little bit, and those guys are less effective in the playoffs. So I I certainly wouldn't go all out and pay Marner that type of money. He's a good, like, he'll be a good regular season player for his entire career, but what concerns me is in the playoffs when he's getting, you know, the shit kicked out of him. And they're not getting the calls that they're used to getting. Um, like you can find that with Gaudreau and stuff like that. Like I, I need to see these players prove themselves in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So if Marner comes out and puts up, you know, you know, twelve goals in the first two rounds of the of the playoffs, then maybe I say, you know what? Yeah, this kid is the real deal. Let's pay him as much as Matthews. But if not, I would wait. Two things. One, Jake Gensel, I think, put up fourteen goals last year in the playoffs. So if Marner can do anything like that, that'd be good. My second point, Hal, how much is Pasternak making a year? Like, I think under seven, six something. Oh, no shit, really? Because I was going to ask you if you thought a Mitch Marner similar contract to a Pasternak would be, like, fair. But I think Marner wants way more than that. Yeah, I think I think, I think think the Leafs want, want him to sign for eight. He wants to sign for ten. That was what I saw last. was so somewhere around there where there's a big gap, like a mill. So, I mean, he's probably going to get somewhere in the nines. Which is crazy, too. And the other thing with Muzzin, and I always thought this with this rebuild plan, is you drafted Kapanen's look great. Uh, Obviously, Nealander held out, and he's starting to come come around recently. But, like, you had all these young guns. I thought that, like, Marner and Nealander, one of the two was going to be, like, the trade chip to get that, like, elite young defenseman. Like, Seth Jones, Ryan Johansson, something along those lines. Like, I thought that's how they were going to solve it, but instead they're going to probably pay... Jake Muzzin, like, $5 million a year to play over his head. Yeah, that's a good call, man. I don't know. It's interesting. I think if they were smart, they would get rid of one of those younger forwards for, like, I mean, that Seth Jones-Ryan Johansson trade would be perfect for the Leafs. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you can find that today, but that would be a good trade. Yeah, okay. Uh, Randy Carlyle was fired. The Ducks have fucking sucked if you haven't been paying attention. Uh, they had lost seven straight. Finally, finally canned... Uh, Let's see. By mid-December, they had 19 wins in their first 35 games. They were ninth best in the league. Since then, Anaheim went 2-15-4, including a 12-game losing streak with the worst record in the league. Randy Carlyle Carlyle fired. Uh, As soon as he was fired, I went on YouTube, and I found that one video of when he's, like, chirping Phil Kessel. And and Phil goes, good one, Randy. Good one. And then, and then Carla, like, giggles and goes, burn! It's an all-time video for me. I don't know why. I just feel like Randy Carla is such a loser. Like, this should have happened a really long time ago. What do you guys have on the Ducks coaching? Like, if I was a Ducks fan, I'd be fucking pissed that you waited, let's see, 2, 15, 4, 20, 21 fucking games to fire this guy? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, they waited, I think, way too long. I, I, I almost feel like they just waited till like, super, super embarrassing. And they, like... I don't know. Like, it was just one of those moves that you just knew was coming, and I felt like because the players knew it was happening, there was just no motivation to play. Mm-hmm. And they came out east, and they just got pumped. I mean, they got pumped by the Ottawa Senators, which thank- thankfully, for the- as a Rangers fan, they got two points from Anaheim. But holy shit, were they bad on yeah. this East Coast trip. Yeah, not good. Hal? Yeah, and the other thing, too, with that is – if you think about it, you would have thought they fired. They would have fired him a long time ago. Like 
They have a minus 55 goal differential. I'm looking at it right now. They're only eight points out of the playoffs. Like The West is very top-heavy this year. There's a lot of trash teams. If they fired them 10 games ago, they could be like two or three points out of the playoffs if things change. I'm not saying it would, but yeah, stupid move on their part. I would say if there's one place that I'd be okay with losing and being an NHL player, Anaheim's probably it. That would just decide. And two, did you guys see that? couple on their honeymoon they went oh and four yeah and then isn't somebody like paying for them to go like on another trip or something dude i i would have not donated a cent to that gofundme why are people gofundme people like that's such an idiotic move to ride your honeymoon on a game i get mad like i'm sure you guys if you go to a rangers game when i go to a bruins game regular season game and they lose i'm pissed I cannot imagine being with my new wife and traveling to, like, Philadelphia and Ottawa and just getting shit-canned. I 100% agree. Like, after that run, you kind of have to look at your spouse and just be like, you know, maybe we should just, like, kind of do, you know, just separate for a while. Like, kind <laughs> of go different directions. Like, obviously, like, everything we touch is going to go to shit. Like, how could you honestly be confident going into the other person when you go on a... a you know, on a road trip for your honeymoon to go see your favorite hockey team. And they are, I think they scored like four goals on the whole trip. Yeah. I've been to two Rangers games with two different girls. And let me tell you what, boys, it's not fun. Like it's not, you have to like behave yourself. You can't be fucking screaming at dancing Larry. You can't tell Mark Stahl to fuck off. Like you have to be well behaved at a hockey game. Let me tell you something. I'm not doing that for fucking four games in a row while the Rangers are getting their ball bags kicked in with this one. And you can't even pay attention to the games. You just got married. Because if you're paying attention to the game, then it's like, oh, why aren't you paying attention to me? And it's just, it's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. Fuck that guy. He shouldn't have been doing that. If they conceive, if they conceive a child on that trip, that kid's going to be such a loser. Right? His name, I, I don't even know. His name's probably going to be Lars. <laughs> I call him Carlisle. Yeah. Or he. <laughs> <laughs> Zero, uh, zero friends. Uh, just going to touch on this really quick. Patrice Bergeron, 1,000 games. How? what does it mean to you? <laughs> it meant a lot, man. No, I mean, it was cool. I, he scored two goals in the game, I think. I know you I think you tweeted it out. Pasternak fed him that. He's obviously loved by his teammates. Uh, one of the best in, like, such a dominant Boston sports world for the last couple of decades. He's probably one of the best. Um, I, I don't know, dude. I just, I just love the guy. There's not much more I can say about him. If you do have the ability to do it, and I don't know if you just have to have Nesson, but they just put out like a, an hour documentary on him. It was pretty interesting. Um, it's cool. I don't know. I don't have much to say. I mean, that's pretty dope. At least you don't have to fucking watch Jimmy V. and Brady Shea go bowling. Oh, you know what, though? You know what did? He got like a painting and like a picture and like a stick. And I think they paid for, like, a, a trip with his wife, which is sick. But, like, if I played a 1,000 games and I got a painting, I'd be like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, right? Thanks for the painting, you fucking idiot. Yeah. The only blemish I have on his career was the commercial he did when he was on the cover of uh, NHL. Like, I think it was, like, 15, 14, 16, around that. Uh, he was, like, reading poetry. Mm. And, like, mm. made him, it made me hate him for, like... 20 minutes. Hockey players are so bad at commercials. That Poshnok Dunkin' Donuts one makes me want to kill myself. Oh, that one's pretty bad. Like, like, oh, I come here often. All right, Poshnok, you had fucking six penalty minutes this year, dude. You're not a regular, okay? Mr. Lady Bing. Fucking guy. Uh, This isn't on the list, but I got to bring it up. Uh, Anthony D'Angelo the other night against the Bruins scores in the shootout. Hal leaves the, the group text. Wasn't too thrilled about it. You want to talk about Tony D really quick, or should we just move No, on? you know what's funny, though, and I've come to a realization. I don't know if it's because most of my friends are Rangers fans. I get so mad when we lose to the Rangers, especially when they're bad now. Like, irrationally upset. Like, you guys weren't even chirping. You are just like, At wow, all. Tony if anything, we were, like, I, chirping Tony. We're like, this, this kid gets in a fight every single time he goes to the bar. I, I don't know, man. I... It's funny that he's getting – the one thing I will say about it is I don't think he, like, really owned Marshan. Like, 
I'm sure they both went back and forth a ton. The, I don't know what his like head nod thing was to the bench. I don't know if that was sick or if it, it, it was kind of idiotic or if that's just how Tony D rolls. But D, um, I thought it was it was really just a great matchup between two of the biggest douchebags in the league, and they just tried to out-douche each other left and right. Yeah. Like I think Marshad had like one sick dangle. I don't know if he scored or not. Um, but you could just see every time they're just staring each other down on the ice. So I hope that's a rivalry that builds. Could be. Uh, speaking of the Rangers, Alex Georgiev last night had 55 saves as the Rangers went on to beat the Leafs. So now the Rangers have beaten the Bruins and the Leafs. Are the Rangers a playoff team? Yeah. I mean, they got they got King George. <laughs> you should have traded them eight years ago, like I, I, I said. You know, you know the players, the offensive players that you can get? You have Georgiev now for the rest of your the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. You trade Hank, bring in some offense. Maybe even go after Panarin. That solves Columbus's goalie situation. Now they get Hank. We'll take <laughs> Panarin, Panarin straight up, and we'll give you some picks with it, just to get Hank off this team. And you're not a Hank guy. I'm not a Hank guy. Okay. I'm not saying he's bad. I never said he was bad. He's top three in the league for the past ten years, being a goalie. I just always thought that the teams that win the cup have a high-powered offense and goaltending. Uh, you just needed to get hot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But you're not wrong, I don't think. I mean, come on. You have Penguins won with two goalies. You have the uh, Blackhawks won with two goalies. Mike Leighton, dude. I mean, John McQuick is is solid, but his numbers are really not that impressive. But that's just my opinion. Okay. Uh, I was just kidding. They're they're not going to make the playoffs. Also, I I had no idea how they had that many shots. Like, 55 saves, you would have thought that. I, I don't know. I was watching the game, and I didn't think we were getting dominated that bad. It was just really weird. They must have just had like 20 shots on the power play. It was wild. They, I think they had close to 30 on the power play alone. Yeah. Uh, we'll stick sort of with the Rangers because one of my favorite moments with him had to do with it. Uh, Joel Ward announced his retirement today from professional hockey. Shout out to the high sticking call that he had in Game 7. Was that Game 7? I think it was Game 7 wow. Capitals when Callahan or Richards tied it up and then Mark fucking Stahl scored in overtime. I think it was Game 5. Game 5? Okay. So shout out to Joel Ward. I appreciate it. Moving on. I don't really like him that much. I just wanted to call him out on that. I may need help on this one. Alexis Lafreniere. Did I get that? Laf- I don't know who that is. Lafreniere. He's that, he's that young kid, uh, the next uh, like prodigy coming out of Canada. He's looking uh, to he's looking to play, take the Europe route and play like how Austin Matthews did. What do you have on that? Yeah, I don't I don't know who this Apparently he's a sick prospect. Is he? He played in the world. He, he, right now? he played in the World Juniors this year. Yeah, where does he play now? Is he in like the O or the Q? Uh, he's in the Q I don't for know Crosby's old team, Oceanic Ramuski or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I could go back and forth on that because originally, I, I if he was in the O, uh, with clearly with a French name like that, I should have known he was not. I was gonna say, I mean, is. Like, that's a pretty good league for player development. It seems like they pump people out all the time. I can understand the queue a little bit. I've always thought it was a little bit weaker. But at the same time, he's playing for the same organization that Sidney Crosby played for, like, and he's dominating there. Like, that worked out okay for Crosby. Why do you have to go over to Switzerland and play, like, like I? when you go to Switzerland, you play, like, a bunch of guys who played, like, Swiss ho- professional hockey players and then some, like, fourth liners from the NHL that fizzled out, like, 12 years ago. I agree with you, and also, isn't there, like, rules for these leagues out in Europe that, like, you can't take on too many, like, non-Europeans? Mm. So, like, what's the point yeah, of having this player for, like, one year, two years? Yeah, I think that you can only have, like, two or three North Americans on your team at a time or something like that. Yeah, I just feel like it's kind of a waste of a roster spot knowing that this person's not going to be with you. Like, he's going to be, he's a rental player for two years. And how old is he? Fills the seats, though. I, yeah, I guess. What? Or are the, like the locals pumped for? Yeah. Like, I mean, I bet when I bet when Austin Matthews, I remember when Austin Matthews went over there, people were fucking jacked up about it. And maybe it's because this kid's Canadian, but I'm sure it's probably about the same. I don't know. The only thing I know about Swiss hockey is when the lockout happened, Tyler Sig and Trash's hotel room. Okay, <laughs> that's about it. Shut that's up. about as far as it goes with my in-depth knowledge. Okay. So I don't know, man. I mean, if it works out for him, cool, but. His name is also super familiar to that French guy, uh, Incoon. I, I don't really let, oh, love yeah. that. Yeah, you know I know who you're talking about. I'm just not a goon guy. I know what you're talking about, though. All right. Uh, the last thing on the NHL docket, Ariana Grande was hit twice by a hockey puck when she was younger. Do you guys feel bad about it? 
no. I, but I, I don't. I also don't even believe it. She went to two hockey games, or was this like in one game? I don't. I think she went to two separate hockey games. Got drilled with two separate pucks. I think her dad was a season ticket holder. All right, maybe it's not a lie. Do you but think she's in hockey players? I don't think so. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. All right, guys, that was the wait, NHL. Wait, what? Wait. I just wanted to say, like, there's a lot of bad stuff going on with this chick, right? Like, it seems like some sketchy relationships going on. Like, she's obviously talented or something. I don't think she Super makes bangers. That's my personal opinion. Oh, I would argue that, dude. She has Look, some good songs. This is just like, I don't trust, I wouldn't trust anybody that was struck by lightning. If you get go to an NHL game, you get hit not by one, but two pucks, you're a cursed person. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I will say, well, actually two things. Number one, ever since someone told me that Ariana Grande has like a speech impediment, I have a tough time listening to her songs without like noticing it. She like struggles almost to like talk her lyrics out. And then number two, really cursed. We should check to see if she has like any like recent photos where she's covering one eye. Don't like the celebrities do that when they're like, they make a deal with the devil and the Illuminati shit. I bet you she's probably part of that. I mean... What good person goes to a hockey game and gets hit twice with a puck? I just learned so much, so many things right there. I didn't know she had a speech impediment. And I also didn't know, is that why there's an eye in the Illuminati thing? And that's why you're supposed to cover it? Yeah, like all the celebrities that make deals with the devil close the one eye. And they're I'm, part of the Illuminati. I'm dead ass going to start closing my one eye all the time so people think I'm in the Illuminati. Oh, I just Googled it. Ariana Grande, thank you, next Illuminati hidden symbol. So, I think you might be honest <laughs> I don't, I'm not messing around. <laughs> I, sorry, I shouldn't be laughing about that. My bad. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, we're move on. That was it in Sheldon News. Now we're going to get into Twitter questions. Drake. Yeah. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Thanks, Drake. Okay. First question for Mr. Blake. The Blues on a six-game win streak after shutting out the best team in the league and back-to-back wins against the Mustard Cats. Is the blue note for r- real? Will this Ryan O'Reilly-led squad make the playoffs? Hashtag St. Louis Blues. Mr. Blake, I like you. I know that you followed us for quite a long time. I don't think in any world will I ever think that Ryan O'Reilly will lead a squad into the playoffs. I just can't. He lost the love of the game, dude. Don't forget that. Google it. Ryan O'Reilly hates hockey. And I, if I was, uh, like, if I liked the hockey team and our leader is a guy who didn't fucking like playing hockey, I'd be a little bit concerned. Well, Tarasenko can lead them to the playoffs. And... On the Betting Crashers podcast, we, I, when they were at the very bottom of the standings, I said St. Louis was one of those teams that could easily turn turn it around because they do have the talent. Mm-hmm. Like they're a solid team. I so, saw Ryan O'Reilly being the way it is, a seven game swing, and right there, you're boom, you're in it. So yeah, for sure. Seriously, hell. Yeah, I think the one thing with this, uh, Mr. Blake, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and hate on the Blues. I've never been a Blues believer. I've always thought their goalies are cursed. Jake Allen. We've talked about him a lot on this. Do I trust them? At the end of the day, I'm undecided. Jay Bolmeister still around? I think. Or did they waive him? Did something happen with Bolmeister? He got scratched. Oh man, tough for him. Um, I just at the end of the day, they're probably not going to get out of like a top three spot in their division. And well, I guess they could probably pass Dallas, but realistically, they're either going to be playing. Winnipeg, Nashville, Calgary, or San Jose in the first round. Like Those are the four teams that they'll probably be looking at. Uh, I don't like their odds. So maybe they'll make the playoffs, and that's a good comeback story, but I think it ends quickly. Out on the Blues. Uh, Jaden Schwartz is one of my favorite players in the league. Underrated. I think we know somebody who... Never mind. Not even going to bring that up. Uh, <laughs> Southpaw wants to know, favorite wood stick? Let's get some goddamn old school talk on this show. Hashtag Sherwood7030 for life, bitches. This Southpaw guy is legit. Like, I love this guy. Uh, favorite old stick. Favorite wood stick. Go, guys. Hal, do you want to start this? Sure. I'll go Montreal 4400. I've said it before. Montreal, there's nothing like slashing guys in front of the net. You could get a good cross check off. And the curves are always ridiculous. It was always like Paul Coffey on steroids. Um, there used to be this hockey shop up in Montreal, if you're from Quebec, Russo's. I know it's like kind of died because of the online world, but it was literally the coolest place to go as a little kid. Uh, so that's my pick. That's my pick. Oh, actually, really quick. Do you guys remember? I think it was Haro. There was some like stick company that came out. Started with an H. 
What was it? Started with an H. Wasn't it like H-E-R? Well, I don't know, but they made like 10 sticks. You could get 10 sticks for 100 bucks. Well, I had a Hespeller. Hespeller 5500. That's what I was talking about. What is it called? Well, Hespeller 5500 is my favorite stick. Yes. So, quick story here. Um, Gretzky in 99, I believe, or like maybe in the year before, he left. He had custom sticks made for his kid, and he left about 20 of them like behind. And uh, I have little, some little connections there. I end up getting the stick, and it was one of my. It was the you have my a connection to Wayne Gretzky, dude, and he hasn't been on the podcast yet. Well, no, I had his sticks. I had his son's sticks. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, I can get him next week for the podcast for sure. Okay. I'll just call him there. I'm <laughs> one that needs his son's sticks. So that's yeah, fifty five hundred was sick. That's such a sick stick too. I'm just pulling it up, just looking at it. I didn't really know exactly what you're talking about. As soon as you look at that stick, that's an iconic stick for sure. Um. Just wanted to remind remind everyone with your hockey story, and this is wooden stick, so it applies. Six year old me went to Albany River Rats game. <laughs> uh, I entered, entered a stick raffle, won a stick, was told it was Sheldon Surrey's used stick. Oh, it had yeah. angle tape on it. It was nasty. Mm-hmm. I was so pumped. It was my pride and joy for like twelve years. It was like hanging in my closet in my room. I was like Sheldon Surrey took clappers and bang Playboy models, and I had his AHL stick. This is awesome. They went to my buddies went to my house one day. I'm like, dude, look at this. Sheldon Sarah used stick. It's like a lefty. We look it up on hockey DB. He shoots right. So I lived a lot. <laughs> I thought it was like we were playing NHL and then we figured it out that like Sheldon Surrey was actually a righty. It was a nightmare regardless. Like the Rip <laughs> Rats the Pepsi Center really did me dirty. Right. I uh I was gonna say the Hespeller, I didn't I forget what the name of the stick was, but that would have been mine. But Southpaw, keep calling in and like doing some questions, dude. We fucking love the fire you bring, the intensity. Love that shit. Um, wood blade guy for a while. Uh, no, like we got wooden sticks at junior college when it was like composite sticks were very much around. So it was like, all right, cool. I'll I'll use this. Thanks for the wooden stick, guys. Appreciate it. Um, no, I. Actually, you want to know what? Maybe I did use wooden sticks every once in a while. I think I was a wooden stick, like, two-piece guy. Wooden blades or whatever, so. Blades Brothers. Chris Lavoie wants to know, Montreal and their incredible season. Everybody talks about the Islanders and Buffalo earlier this season. People were saying the Habs would be fighting for a top-five pick this year. It isn't happening. I mean, he's right. Montreal is playing pretty good hockey. Ever since Shea Weber came back from injury, they've been kind of... They're like a weird team, right? Like, you don't really know what to expect from them. But they just come in waves. So, uh, does Montreal make the playoffs, guys? You got that? Got them making the offs? Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. As a Bruins fan, uh, I'm starting to feel bad. I really shit on Claude Julien for quite some time. I still hate him. But clearly his old ways still kind of work. It's weird because they just collect grinder after grinder. They traded for Nate Thompson. Shout out to BizDev Dale. Uh, We got Dale Weiss back on the Habs, which Mm -hmm. is... Kind of exciting for me as a Bruins fan, although we already played them all the times this year, so that sucks. Um, but I, I think they're they're a playoff team, I guess. I could see them sneaking in. Um, they're like right on the Bruins' tails. They have seventy-one points, which is not too bad compared to the rest of the NHL. And Cole Kinyami, or however you say his name, that kid's going to be good. Yeah, Max Max Domi's worked out, and Jonathan Druin's worked out too. So Mark Bergevin, that pretty motherfucker, is probably feeling pretty good right now. Papa. Yeah, they're they're definitely an underrated team. Um, I definitely, yeah. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't make the playoffs. Uh, the only thing that they have to worry about is a Carey Price injury that could happen literally any second. Mm-hmm. So, um, on Montreal, I'd be very confident as long as Carey Price is healthy. Yeah, Carey Price is an absolute game changer. If he is healthy, he's the type of guy that can st- uh, steal a series. Um, nothing, nothing worse than a Paul Byron shorthanded breakaway against your team. Oh my god! This is the worst. The worst. Um, last Twitter question: Stevie and Intern Alley want to talk about the NWHL All Star Game. Actually, I have two more questions, but they they want to talk about that. Guys, I didn't watch it. I didn't know if it was on TV or not, but I just looked something up and it said that they set uh, an attendance record. Uh, in Nashville for it. Total of 6,120 people were there to see the teams play against each other. I guess it was 4-4. Four four. It was pretty good. Amanda, Amanda Kessel said she wants to come back here every year. 
Um, that's what I got on that. Do you guys have anything on that? I didn't see it, but um, I'm sure it was sick. You know what they what they should have done? They should have made John Scott go out there and get worked by all these girls and just show how bad of a hockey player it was. <laughs> All-Star games will always have a sour taste in my mouth uh, because I just hated that whole movement of Scott playing in the All-Star game. So I'd love these girls to just show him up, beat him in the, the races, the accuracy contest, and just everything. So that's my thought. Yeah, I, I completely agree with both points you just made. And the other thing, too, with the with the All-Star game, at the end of the day, what I've been saying, and when they talk about how like they want to get paid and they want to be in these spots, you got to show up. So they sold out the rank, and I, I looked online. They had a pretty good like viewership going, like live viewership online. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like if you keep that going, then you're going to start getting paid more money. So if they can do it, good for them. Like You just got to earn it. The other thing... And I, this wasn't even on the list, but he just talked about John Scott. I just saw an update that John Scott's still making that fucking movie. That makes me so <laughs> mad. Like, oh, God. And I know for a fact, I, I've, if they don't show John Scott getting a Dewey when he was at like, Michigan Tech when he was in the NCAAs, like in the movie, that's just not accurate to me. You got to show the guy like hitting two park cars. I agree. Agree, too. Last Twitter question, our boy Nick from Justition wants to know will the Sabres make the playoffs? We kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, I don't think so. I, I agree with that. I don't. I, I just don't see them making it. I think they're going to be one of those teams that uh, doesn't get hot and tails off towards the end. And uh, It's not the worst thing in the world for the Sabres fans. They, they should be you know pumped that they had this much success. At least they have something to build on next year, for sure. Who's, yeah, your, who's their coach, Housley? Yeah, Phil Housley. Yeah, Phil Housley's got to stop fucking with Carter Hutton's mental type shit. Give him the reins and just let him fucking get this team into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I guess, dude. <laughs> All right, those are our Twitter questions. Appreciate it. Keep sending them in. Uh, Patty B voicemail. Patty B? Oh, yeah. Hey, this is the Patty B hotline brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, Pat, be voicemail time. Uh, it was breaking news at the Pond Hockey Tournament. He kind of fucked over our team. He, uh, <laughs> We're up 12-7. to 7, And I go, what's the score, Pat? He goes, 12-7. to 7. Then 30 seconds later, I forget why, but I asked him again, like, what's the score, Pat? And he goes, 12-12. And we, and we ended up losing by one. So after the game, I went up to Pat. And I was like, hey, Pat, listen, buddy, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I fucking hate you. And he he didn't he didn't like that. I told him that he was suspended indefinitely. Uh, he's he's texted me. He's called me since then to see if he's suspended. Uh, I told him today he's not suspended. That I, I can forgive, but I won't forget. So that was that was the Patty V update. Fucking kid, man. He just he finds ways to just piss me off. It's incredible. It's fucking incredible. But uh, so we have two voicemails, one from one of our other fans and one from Pat. So here's here's the first one. Skate, how are you now? Uh, I got a couple questions for the podcast. First off, what do I do now that I finished watching every single episode of Letterkenny on Hulu? And secondly, I know this one's probably going to be answered by the time you record your next podcast. But do you think it's possible that Boston runs the table on championships this season? with having already won the World Series, playing for the Super Bowl this week, uh, and the Bruins being in contention to go to the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. I don't really know what the fuck the Celtics are up to, but it gives a shit about the NBA anyway. But if they do that, how bumfucked does that city go? Love the podcast. Thanks for thanking me for letting you guys know about the Rush version of the Hockey Night in Canada scene. And you should also know that there's a full-on documentary out there uh, that follows Neil Peart while he comes up with the arrangement for that if you're that big of a Rush fan. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Fucking right. Now, Pat B., take some goddamn notes because that's the call of the day right there. Uh, he had some good stuff. So if we're not watching Letter Kenny, where are we watching? I just started watching this Netflix original called You. Pretty creepy stalker fucking TV show everybody's been talking about. I've been cranking that one out. Been watching some Shameless. There's a lot of TNA in that show. Uh, but those would be my two shows. Boston, can they run the table? Hal doesn't seem so sure. I think if they get a couple, you know, pickups here uh, at the deadline, there's a shot. If they do, can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine if Boston just sweeps every major sport this year? 
Yeah, I, um... Has that ever know. happened any t- any time in history of ever? I don't think so, and I don't think it'll happen. Uh, the Br- I don't know. The Bruins, I think they, instead of going after Panarin, what I'd really love them to do is to get two scoring wingers. I know that's a tall task, but there's a lot of guys out on the market that could beef it up. Zuccarello, uh, dude. Zuccarello, Nyquist, uh, crap, Silverberg's on the block, Ferland. There's a bunch of different guys out there. If they could get two of those relatively cheap, you do have a good amount of pieces to move. I'd be all on board on that. That being said, I fucking hate the Celtics. I hate everything about their fan base. They're the most arrogant, cocky fans in the city of Boston. Danny Ainge, dude. Danny Ainge, the deal maker. Um, I'm watching True Detective, too. That's it. (laughs) Bob, what do you got? Uh, for a TV show, I would have to go. With, I don't know. Rewatch Friday Night Lights. Just fucking a great, just a great TV show. Fucking like, right, dude. Gets you pumped up too. Um, also watch Billion. Uh, I think last season Papa made a uh, oh shameless plug for himself. So, <laughs> I, was, I was on the show. I'll just plug that one. Um, and then for will Boston run the table? I don't know anything about basketball, but. LeBron left the East, so I guess the Celtics will probably win it because that's how basketball works. Um, will Boston win the Stanley Cup? They definitely need another piece or two to have a shot to beat Tampa. I think they'll beat Toronto because that's realistically who they'll play now with the wild court, the wild card format. Uh, yeah, they're, they're tough. That'll be tough to beat Tampa, but they could do it. You never know. All right. Well, one thing I have with that is you brought up uh, Friday Night Lights. I got a text message this morning from DJ Zumi. It's a screenshot of a tweet that said, There's no doubt about this. High school football is the greatest sport ever. You learn more about life in four years than you do in all other activities combined. In my view, there are only two types of men in the U.S., those who played high school football and those who wish they would have. I sent that. Oh, you sent that? Okay. Hal sent that to us this morning, so... uh, that hit that hit home. <laughs> that hit home. Uh, I'm just going to move on to the next one. So, Patty B, here you go, you fuck. Hey, morning, Steve. Patty B here. All right, I got a good question for you. What do you think the minimum will be this year to get into the playoffs point-wise? All right. Okay, so by the way, good fun hockey tournament this, this weekend. Good. Later, guys. Bye. Yeah, tuck your tail between your legs, Pat. All right. Minimum amount of points needed to get into the playoffs this year. I actually don't hate this question. This could be kind of a fun one. We can look back at it. I'm going to say 91. Hal, you can go ahead because I already have the answer. Yeah, so I was looking last year. I think like 98 was the lowest, but I'm going to go 94. I think 94 sometimes gets you in there. And looking at the West Coast, there's teams right now 59 points. It's a great year. All right. So, with the simple math of taking the points that the last place team has... Oh, we can do this? Divided by games played, and you multiply that by 82 games, the 94 points will be the East. If everything stays on pace, 94 points will be the East. So, Al's right on the money. And then, for the West, actually, it's between 87 and 88. So, you don't know. And if we take the averages of both of them, it's like 91. I'm a gambling man. You have to have these things down. <laughs> so is that like, clearly you do gamble um, because I would have never even thought about it. Oh, no, that was some real shit but, right there. But is that like guaranteed? Like say, are you saying like statistically none, no team could get in with more points? Or is that just like the average? No, that's like the average as what the, has like, so the games that played out so far, if it just continues as normal, like obviously, uh, like anything can happen. I guess, like you know, the top eight teams can go on incredible runs and have a ton of points, or everything could shit the bed and have no points. But that's the average. That will be the minimum point to get in as of right now for each each division. All right. So what are you going with? Was it eighty seven or eighty nine? Well, I'm, I'm going to go with eighty eight. I'll go with Pat Kane. All right. So 88, 91, 94 will be interesting. You got to circle that. You got to remember that. Yeah, I'll try. Thanks, Pat. All right. Keep calling in 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Leave us some voicemails. Let's go. All right. Moving on. Lagos Sports. 
uh, Lee Stepnak's hero and zero of the week. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, has been around the block to make a difference? Tonight's focus is on that guy, number 21, Lee Stepniak. All right, Lee Stepniak's heroes and zeros. Uh, I'm going to go first, zero of the week. This is a public service announcement. Be on the lookout for fake rumor accounts, dude. There's a, there's a ton of them. Any ones that say like NHL rumors in them, normally, that's fake. There's one or two people you follow. You follow Bob McKenzie, Darren Drager. You follow those two people, 100% of the time, they're going to get their shit right. Uh, just I hate those fake rumor people, too. They fucking just say stupid shit, and then once every 40 times they get one right, they just keep retweet, retweeting it and like pinning it to their profile, acting like they're some sort of insider. Go fuck off. Uh, my zero of the week is a fake rumor account. It's a good one. Oh, my uh, my zero. I still think we should create a fake rumor account though. See if we can get one going. Uh, my my zero of the week is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, so apparently they're suing Snoop Dogg because they're saying that Snoop Dogg infringed on their logo for Snoop Dogg's new medical marijuana wine. <laughs> I just really stumbled over those words. But essentially, Snoop Dogg has a weed company out. They're, the Maple Leafs are trying to say that it looks identical. They're both Leafs, like. What do you want? And the company's name is Leafs by Snoop. Um, but I just don't see it. I can't see stumbling into a weed dispensary and being like, is this pot or is this a pack of Toronto Maple Leafs trading cards? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking stupid. Like, let Snoop be Snoop. Leafs, stay in your fucking lane. You have other shit to worry about. My, my zero is at the Pond Hockey Tournament, rank 10. That was a piece of shit. Really. <laughs> not the size of all the other ones. The quality of the ice surface sucked. But that's not really my zero. My zero is this guy on Twitter who chirped me mid-podcast uh, with me and Shamesy and basically told me that I should have parlayed the opposite of all my picks. And so I was like, well, then I'll just take all your picks Saturday. And he was a good sport about it, and he sent me all his picks. I took all of them. He went 0-7 on Saturday. No. You know how hard that is? That's in, that's impressive. So he's my zero of the week, unfortunately. Did, he went did you take all the opposite? Did you go 7-7? Seven and seven? No, I, I, I took his picks. Oh, fuck. I thought you were like, fuck you, I'm taking your opposite, and you went 7-7, seven and seven, he went 0-7. Oh but that's not what no, happened. I went oh That guy just made I, you lose I, money. I'm the man of the people. I told him, if you're going to chirp me, he chirped me about my picks. I had one bad night, and so I took his. Oh, and seven. Fuck. He knew everything, and I, I fucked up. That's insane. Good, oh, and seven. Good spin zone, though, is now, like, you can just ignore the haters, because at the end of the day, people be chirping your picks, but it's like, buddy, you're going 0-7 oh over there. You're just not doing it publicly, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of, like, gambling, like, with this stuff in public, because I'm like, okay, well, if, if I'm so bad, just take the opposite of mine, you'll be the richest person in the world. Mm-hmm. But no one will ever do that, because nobody knows. It's gambling. I, I would take the opposite of that guy's picks every day. <laughs> you should. What you should do is have him send his picks in, and just take the opposite. He sent his picks to me, and then a half hour later goes, yeah, I never gambled hockey before. I was like... <laughs> Yikes. No shit. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Uh, my hero of the week is Elias Lindholm. Uh, he was traded to the Calgary Flames, and he went and played against the Hurricanes. as a former team. He scored, and then after the game, he taunted the fans by doing the stupid fucking skull clap thing, and right in their face, right in their face, like, oh, you guys are fucking idiots. You guys are idiots. Go fuck yourself. It was awesome. Uh, that may have been the highlight of my year. Like, I may have to get a Lindholm jersey now. I guess. I, I thanks, mean, guys. Yeah, Thank, thanks for getting behind me on that. What's that? I said thanks for getting behind me on that. That was only like a fucking 30-second delay between me being super yeah, pumped about Lindholm just, and you guys just being I, like, oh. I mean, do you think, it, do you think like, next time, do you think that becomes a trend? Like, if a team plays a chippy game in there, so you could go in there and you're like the Pittsburgh Penguins and someone like knees Latang or something like that and then you end up blowing out the door 7-0. Does the whole team go to center ice and start clapping? Dude, that'd be sick. That's, that's kind of like when Terrell Owens went to the fucking middle of the Cowboys field. I would love to see that. Or like Ryan Reeves do it because nobody's going to fuck with him. Right. You love grudges and uh, oh, drama yeah. too, so that was right up your alley. Oh, yeah. All right. 
my uh, my hero of the week is uh, Gene Melnick, the owner of uh, the Senators. I don't know if you saw this. We talked about this earlier. The podcast were big fans of the five year plan. Well, five year so, plan. So Melnick came out and said the Senators will be all in again for a five year run of unparalleled success. Unparalleled. <laughs> Synonyms.com. The team will plan to spend close to the NHL's salary cap every year from 2021 to 2025. As if that's like some feat. Like you shouldn't be trying to do that every single yeah, year. Yeah, isn't that isn't that your fucking job, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he's not the he's not the GM, but like, right? Like, obviously, if you're the owner, you're the one that's shelling out the money. Like, yeah. Oh, you're the owner of our team. And you're saying you'll actually let us spend money. Like, thanks, dude. Like, we're. I just he's so incompetent. It's awesome. I mean, you, the level of competence is after that Uber thing went viral, the next day they had a game and they still had Uber as one of their sponsors. Yeah, true. I, I just think the fact that Ottawa Senators fans, if you heard Melnick in the offseason being like, you know what, guys, in four years we're going to have unparalleled success, I would be so mad I'd find a new team. Yeah, and a report a report just came out that Dezingle, Stone, and Duchesne, none of them are going to resign. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. So, I don't know. Papa, who's your hero? My hero is going to be Mother Nature for dropping below freezing oh, and yeah. getting the ponds frozen for the tournament because yeah. I saw a picture from like two days before and things were looking good. It was a so swamp. I don't know how. I mean, I thought the ice quality was actually overall pretty good except for ring 10. So, shout out to Mother Nature for dropping below freezing and getting those puppies frozen because I would have been an unhappy papa going up to Saratoga <laughs> and uh, going first. Fucking Mother Nature's a fickle bitch, dude. So that, those are our heroes and zeros this week. Now we're going to move on to our last segment, Three Stars. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, Three Stars time. So we're going to do our Pond Hockey Top 3 and how you didn't play in the Pond Hockey Tournament, so you can either do a Top 3 or you can ask us three questions. All right, we'll see how it goes. I might just chime in with some questions for you. All right, so my third star, on Sunday I napped for like seven hours. That was probably, that was up there for me on the weekend. I fell asleep at 12. I didn't wake up until the Rangers were on. It was awesome. So third star, took a giant nap on Sunday. My, my third star is going to have to be, like, when you're playing the game and you, you get off and you have your beer and it's just sitting in, like, the snow. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, everyone has their beer, like, just, like, stacked into the pile of snow, like, behind it. There's, there's like, nothing better. And you take a sip of it and it's just ice cold. Oh, natural. Kind of freezing. Mm-hmm. It's just a, just a good feeling. So that's definitely that's definitely mine. Yeah. Just have having the beer in the snow. I like that. Hal, you want to chime in here, or do you want us to go second? So. Yeah, yeah, I'll do three questions, because that actually goes to, like, a good point I was going to ask, is my third, my first question is, how how's, like, the uh, drinking environment, like, is it lax, is open container, is that okay, or are we, yeah. like, put it in red cups, what's the situation there? I mean, I, I had morning skate koozies that we gave out, so a lot of people were using those, but yeah, it's pretty relaxed, you can just drink beers wherever, I, th- I think there's cops walking around, but I didn't really see too many of them, it was... It was a Dave Matthews concert at the Peerless Pool Park. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, were there like horse cops like chasing down 16 year olds in the woods? No, but there should have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, open container season was in full effect. Yeah. Patty, uh, not Pat. Well, Markowitz brought basically 40 ounce cans, so there's no koozie going over those puppies. Yeah. So stuck those right in the snow and uh, sipped on it all game long. Things were low key thick. Uh, second star. So my team, I knew about three of the guys on my team, and I didn't know, like, the remaining four. And it ended up being a pretty good group of dudes. Like, one guy came, and he had, you know that, uh, that like, tool company Snap-On? Have you ever heard of it? It's like a NASCAR tool company. He wore, like, a Snap-On beanie. I'm like, okay, like, this guy probably fucks. And this one kid from Saugerties, we, we, we drove in his truck, and he had a custom horn that it had like a fucking like it had a, like a switch it was this whole fucking thing but it ended up being like a fucking train horn like a legitimate like that loud that obnoxious train horn so we would just drive around the fucking parking lot to scare the shit out of people that was a lot of fun there was some good team bonding going on i had a great group of guys jimmy sheeran was there uh blair was chirping uh it was it was a pretty good time 
good group of dudes. That'd be my second star. Yeah, my so my second star is gonna have to be because um, I had games at two, six, and ten mm-hmm. going, and just eating guilt free throughout the day, oh, yeah. and just drinking whatever I wanted, knowing that like you're just being active literally the entire day. So there's like zero guilt. You're just drinking and eating as much as you want, whatever you want, and that doesn't happen often as you get older. So. Um, I was, you know, very pleased with that. That's such an adult answer. Bird. I like that. What's that? I said that's such an adult answer. Yeah. Big time. Hal, second question or a comment? What? Yeah, how'd you guys do? One of my biggest issues of going to, like, pond hockey tournaments like this, uh, by, like, the third game, you said you played, like, 2, 6, and 10. 10 o'clock game, put it on the skates and the gloves. What condition were they in? Dude, it is brutal. So, yeah. it, uh, you can go first, Pops. All right, so the 10 o'clock game was our best game. We smoked them. Uh, actually, the conditions were actually pretty good. Uh, we weren't on – well, that was also coming off of uh, our 6 o'clock game on rank 10. So, you, you know, <laughs> you know, everything was obviously much, much better. But, you know, I was kind of, you know, buzz going into that last one. I felt good. I was a little bit tired, but uh, the temperature dropped, so it was a little cold. But overall, it was pretty good. Uh, the plane under the lights was sick, so um, – yeah, the environment was pretty good. Yeah, so our team, know. our team, we signed up. There was there were two different leagues. There was a competitive league and a rec league. So I signed our team up for a rec league. I just wanted to like drink some beers, hang out. I knew the competition wasn't going to be that great, but it was one of those things where like I told everybody on our team like if we start pumping people, like we can't fucking do that. Like just chill out and have fun. So we won our first two games. The third game we played this one team. Uh, they had a couple kids that played like D three. They ended up being us. So that kind of sucked. But I, I guess, like, it it was cold as fuck. Like, it, I don't know what time it, the temperature dropped. It may have been around, like, 4 or 5. But it went from, like, a decently okay day to, like, fucking frigid. So that kind of blew. The uh, the tents to get dressed in weren't heated. I don't know who dropped the ball on that one. That was kind of shitty. Um, and then, like, how do you not... So there's 10 rinks, right? How do you not, like, buy those scoreboards that you use in, like, volleyball, like, gym class units? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, how do you not purchase 10 of those so then that way you know what the score is at all times? There was only nine ranks. Rank 10 didn't count. Okay. But, like, how do you not Second. How do you not have that? Dude, that would cost you, like, what, $100? Like, little shit like that kind yeah, of pissed I'm, me I'm... off. But, I don't know. Uh, my first, yeah. My first star... The morning skate pre-party was fucking sick, dude. Uh, we, we had a ton of merch. Like, there were actually a shit ton of people who showed up for it. Uh, giving out stickers, koozies. Shout out to my boy Carter fucking Flanagan, dude. If, if you're if you're around the Capital Region, you probably know this name because the kid's an absolute fucking psycho legend. He's great. He did the TJ Oshi, but instead of using a jersey, he used a morning skate cotton t-shirt. And then started chanting morning skate at the bar, and there were only, like, four people there. But he was fucking into it. Uh, he, I mean, that kid had a weekend. Um, just, it was awesome, dude. It was, it was really cool meeting a ton of different people, new people. And I think, like, the koozies were definitely a hit. The t-shirts were a hit. People kept asking if we had more hats. Like, once we get this store set up, which we're in the process of doing, I think a ton of people are going to be buying shit. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool seeing all the morning skate gear and stuff going on. Um, just wish I could have made the cut for your team. Um, oh, but, uh, well, my number one star, star overall, uh, has to be, so there was like a, after our six o'clock game, there was apparently a huge fight. I didn't see it. I just heard about it, but there was apparently a huge fight where wives were getting on, on the pond and stuff like that and trying oh. to like go after each other and, and try to break it up and stuff. So I, seeing i only saw a couple i thought there would have been more there was none in our games but just watching grown men play pond hockey and then get so pissed off to the where they feel that they need to fight each other like it, it, it that's awesome like nothing will ever top that like just watching like all these guys who like are you know obviously we're all washed up we're just playing the game to have fun with the boys and drink and they take it so serious to the point where they feel that they need to drop the gloves in public in front of everyone, wives, children, you know, just people running the organization. Nothing will ever beat that for me. I just love a little chaos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, at the end of the day, they're all hockey players, right? And 
I, I yeah, the white going on the font is number one. Yeah, and drink. They were drinking like wine out of like wine glasses. It was it was a fucking really weird look. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hal, do you have another question? Well, I. <sighs> Were there any, like, other, like, hard-o teams? Was there, like, a group of guys that, like, when you were, like, getting ready to play them, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ? Uh, not really. No. I, our third game, there was this one kid on the other team that was wearing, like, jeans. And, like, he had zero hockey skill, but he was just going so fucking hard. I respected that. Um, nah, not really, man. I saw the person who got, he got thrown out of the tournament after their first game. I saw that guy. I saw the ref just toss him. Oh, pa- I think Patty B tossed him. Yeah, Patty B actually tossed him. Yeah, Patty, Patty, B goes, Patty B goes, Patty B goes, you're out of here. If you want to get personal with me, you're out of here. So, yeah, Patty, yeah, to- Patty tossed well, somebody. It wasn't even fucking 3 o'clock. The last team that we played, they had, like, Hartford Whalers jerseys, and they had, like, a couple older guys and, like, we were smoking them, and I thought they were going to try to fight us since it was like the last game, 10 o'clock at night. They were going to go down swinging, but they actually uh, they classed it up. Every time they tried chirping us, we just ignored them. Like, it was like, come on, man. It's hockey. It's yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hal, Hal do you, is that your last question, buddy? Yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got. All right. Well, that was a pretty good podcast. We're over an hour in. Um, it was pretty decent. I I'll, I don't think I'm gonna play in that tournament again though. Mark Fine, uh, who's boys with us, he went out to a pond hockey tournament this weekend in Vermont or whatever. Lake Champlain is is that the fucking lake between Plattsburgh and Vermont? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. He played on there and he sent me like videos and shit. The ice looked like it was fucking glass. Like it looked legit. And the coolest thing about playing on a big ass lake like that is when you sc- scratch up the ice and shit, they literally just move the boards like 20 feet over and you're at a completely like brand new fresh sheet of ice. So, I think that could be something cool. The boys get an Airbnb or something like that. That'd be legit. But, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hal, Papa, do you have anything left to say? No, just maybe don't enter any more rec leagues. Uh, you were getting kind of taunted there at the end. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you're obviously a big name upstate in Saratoga. The morning skate obviously has a reputation. You just can't be throwing yourself into a rec. So rec here was my thing, though. It wasn't like in, in a sense of like trying to win a trophy. It was like I literally just wanted to fucking chill for the weekend. Uh, here's my thing, though, dude. No, I want I want some honest feedback because that was that was really what was going on in my head. I think, personally, dude, I think it wasn't that you wanted to win the rec league. It's that you didn't want to lose in the other league. Yeah, okay. All right, there you go. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, We will see you guys next week. Hopefully, we have the store up soon. I think it's probably going to end up being up soon. All right, see you later.